The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Preston, licensed marriage and family therapist, life coach, and the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. Um, Speaking of which, you should definitely find my Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group if you are a healthcare professional or a coach or you're in a helping profession. Just jump onto Facebook, do a search for the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group and join us. And if you have any questions about any of our programs, the podcast, anything about health and wellness, come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Marion Kisa Facebook group or find us on social media. I am always active on Facebook, so you can always find me there. Awesome. And guys, you can join me for my five-day challenge each month where we cover a topic or issue that will help you lose your cravings. It's free to join, so just head on over to my website, kisaamaro.com, and sign on up. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. On to our topic of the day, which is how to put your thoughts on trial. What? I know. So in this episode, (laughs) we're going to talk about how your thoughts create your results and what to do if the thoughts you are thinking are not bringing you the results that you want, because we've talked about this before, the way we think creates results, but what do you do about it? So I'm going to talk to you about that. But first, I want to share with you an amazing review from one of our subscribers. We love to do shout outs. Shaolin Soprano gives us five stars, which is really lovely. And he says, Mary and Kisa are da bomb diggity. (laughs) (laughs) He says, really enjoying tuning into the show. These two are incredible hosts with dynamic synergy, with health and wellness being a part of my daily lifestyle. I can truly appreciate all gems dropped here. Great overall show. Thanks, Shaolin. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, So listeners, if you want me to drop your name on our podcast, just head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Okay. So let's do a quick review of how our thoughts create our current results. So for a more thorough review, please go back and listen to episode 16, The Power of Your Thoughts. We talk about it in more detail. Um, And this episode has a few worksheets to look at that go along with the process. So I highly encourage you to go to the show notes, download the worksheets, and read along as we go through this. But if you can't do that right now, if you're listening while you're driving or you don't have access to the worksheets at this time, definitely go download them later. They will be very helpful. All right. So... First off, it's important to be able to identify the facts. <laughs> um, <laughs> these we often refer to as circumstances. So these are like the boring details, the words said, the location, the actions taken by you or another person. Circumstances are very boring. There's no drama, opinions, or judgments. Hmm. Then we have thoughts about those circumstances or facts. 
right? And our thoughts are the sentences in our mind, the judgments, opinions, and the drama. It's all the exciting stuff. So those thoughts are what are creating our feeling state in that moment. So if I'm having happy thoughts, I will feel happy. If I'm having angry thoughts, I'll feel angry. If I'm having worrying thoughts, I will feel worried. And those feelings will determine how I act and respond. And the way I act or my actions will create my current results in the moment. So there's a worksheet where you can kind of look at this, right? So we've got the circumstances or the facts. We have thoughts about those things. Those thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings drive our actions and our actions give us the results that we have right now. So a little example, for instance, I have a dog. His name is Gizmo. Those are the (laughs) circumstances, right? Nothing interesting there. I have lots of thoughts about Gizmo. One of them is that he is the most snuggly dog in the whole world. So that particular thought creates the feeling of like loving, right? And when I feel loving towards Gizmo, I want to snuggle him. I want to hold him. I want to smush him. And my result is probably that I'm snuggling Gizmo. In another instance, however, I may have a different kind of thought, like Gizmo pooped in the basement, and he shouldn't have. (laughs) He did the other day, because it was snowing outside. Gizmo. Pooped in our basement. (laughs) I think he tried to blame it on the puppy, but it was definitely him. Oh. Right? So when I think this thought, I am very annoyed. And when I am annoyed at Gizmo, I might like speak harshly, avoid him, I treat him differently, and my result in those moments is not creating a loving environment for my dog. Right. Same dog, different thoughts. Mm-hmm. So again, please go back and review this in episode 16 for more details because it makes a big difference in talking about this next part of um, this podcast. So we know that the way we are thinking drives our results and maybe you don't like the results you're getting in the current moment. And so you'd like to have better thoughts. So now what? What we're going to talk about today is a process that I use with clients all the time. It's my go-to when there are painful feelings about a situation that either they don't really understand why they're having these feelings or just painful feelings that they want to start to let go of. So what we're going to do is we are going to put your thoughts on trial. So please download this worksheet and use it often. Step number one is we're going to identify a painful situation. Right? You're going to picture it in your mind. You're going to get a really clear image so that you can go through this process and keep that in mind. Right? So kind of think about like who's there, what's happening, what are they doing, what are you doing, what are you thinking, right? Like get a really clear image of what's going on. You're going to write everything down on a piece of paper, right? All of the answers to those questions I was just asking. Listen, you are not going to want to do this part. You are going to want to do this in your head, and I really want to emphasize that you will not have the same focus, and you will not get as much out of this exercise. So please get a paper and write it all down. Ask yourself what you were thinking in this moment, right? What should be different? What should they be doing differently? What should you be doing differently? What is wrong with this situation? Why are you feeling the way that you do, right? Everything that you can think of about this situation Put it on a piece of paper so that we can figure out what's going on. Now, look at everything that you've written and ask yourself which one of those thoughts, beliefs, or statements is creating a lot of pain for you. There's no right answer. Just pick one sentence. 
If the thought you've picked is a question, go back and answer the question. Again, you're going to want to say that you don't know the answer, but push through that. Ask yourself, if you did know the answer, what would it be? So a lot of times um, my clients will say like, um, so here's what I'm thinking about the situation. They're like, why did I do that? Right. And I'm like, answer that question. What, did, what are you telling yourself about why you did that? Right. And it's usually like, I'm such a jerk. I don't know things. Right. They'll have an answer for it. If they really think about it. Um, so then we put that thought, right? We pick one thought, we put it on the top line and then we're going to run it through some questions. This is why we write it down. Cause you're going to want to not pay attention to this one thought. You're going to want to jump around one thought, do the whole process for one thought. So the first question is, is it true? Right? And when we're talking about it, we're talking about that thought that you wrote. Is the thought true? So for this to make more sense, we'll use the thought that I sometimes have when I'm driving. And Kisa, I don't know if you've ever had this thought or if the listeners have ever <laughs> had this particular thought, but it's a pretty common one I find, right? That people should not drive slowly in the left-hand lane. Right. right? I totally agree. So in my head, right? So if we're doing the process, I get the image in my head, right? I'm in the left-hand lane and I'm going faster than the people in the right-hand lane. And then I, I come up behind somebody driving slowly in the left-hand lane and they are preventing me from going faster, right? And I'm like, people shouldn't drive slowly in the left-hand lane. So we ask the thought, is it true? Well, it certainly feels true in the moment, right? There are rules about driving in the right and left lanes. So for that question, I would put yes. The next question to answer is, can you absolutely know that it's true? So for this question, ask yourself if every human on the planet would agree with the statement. And if they would, you can answer with yes. So for my example, I have to assume that the person driving in front of me going slowly in the left lane would not have the same belief <laughs> as me. Right? Therefore, I have to answer this question with a no. Right. They're currently doing the thing, right? So they're like, it's totally fine for somebody to drive in the left-hand lane. Mm -hmm. You can go whatever speed you want. Exactly, right? So I have to answer no. So not everybody would believe that. So then we go to the next question. The next question is, how do you feel when you think the thought, right? You're driving in the left-hand lane. Somebody's in front of you going slowly and you're thinking the thought they should not be driving slowly. So how do you feel, right? For me, when I'm driving behind someone going slow, Thinking that people should not be driving slowly in the left-hand lane, it creates a feeling of intense frustration. And so the next question is, is it useful? And this question is awesome. I never knew that I could like mm -hmm. ask this question about my thoughts. But it's a really good question to ask yourself, right? Even if all above was true, is this thought useful for you in your life? Right? So for this question, I want you to think if the thought you put on the top line is useful. Is it bringing the results that you want? For mine, the thought that they shouldn't be driving in the left lane slowly and there's someone in front of me driving slowly and I'm feeling frustrated, I become a really bad driver. <laughs> right. right. My frustration has me driving too close to the person in front of me, looking to pass them in the right lane, being distracted instead of focused on the road. This is not a useful thought for me. Uh -huh. Even if it's 100% true that people should not drive in the left-hand lane like that. Yeah. So if the thought's useful, there's no reason to discard it, right? Keep it. It's working. But if it's not useful, we go to the next step, right? So we kind of, we put the thought to trial. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take a look and see if there's a different thought that would be more useful than that one if it's not working for you. 
So when I'm teaching this, I always go with the exact opposite at first so that we learn the steps. So the exact opposite of people should not drive slowly in the left-hand lane is people should drive slowly in the left-hand <laughs> lane. Yeah. So now you're going to want to believe that I'm crazy for putting that there, right? We yes. have really strong beliefs about what people should and shouldn't do. Putting the opposite will like, it hurts your brain, but we're going to do it anyway. Put the opposite thought. Now we just look and see if there's evidence that could support it being true. Now I always put three pieces of evidence and that's what you'll see on the worksheet. So my first piece of evidence is that sometimes people who want to turn left in the near future will drive in the left-hand lane, right? So like they'll that be going true. slowly because they're making sure that they're going at appropriate speed to find their turn and make it safely. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes there's a reason for driving into the left-hand lane. My next piece of evidence is that I have actually talked to people who have learned a different way of driving. Did you know this, Kisa? No, I did not literally. Know I know because I'm so. I am. This is one that I've, I've, you know, I've been thinking about. But they've literally been taught to drive in the left-hand lane at times when not passing. They're just doing what they've been taught. Oh, right. This person in front of me might be one of those people, and they have yeah. a different set of rules about driving in the left-hand lane. My third piece of evidence, which is the most important, has to do with the shoulds. Um, our <laughs> friend Joanna, um, has told me once that her family calls it shooting on people. And I love that. Right. Yeah. When we're, when we're saying somebody should or shouldn't do something. And this is why when something is happening or present and you think it shouldn't be happening or it shouldn't be present, you're literally arguing with reality. Right. Right now there's an empty can of seltzer sitting on my desk from yesterday. <laughs> If I think it shouldn't be there, all that happens is pain, right? How do I know the can should be there? Because it just is. Because <laughs> it's there. It's just there, right? Yeah. That sounds really simple and it sounds like just language and it sounds like a really small yeah. thing, but it's actually super, super, super important, right? And so for number three, how do I know someone should be driving front in front of me slowly in the left lane? Because they are. There they are in front of me. They should yep. definitely be there driving slowly in the left lane. Yeah. Okay. So next question is, how do I feel when I think this new thought? There's no right or wrong answers. This is not going to always make you feel better. Like sometimes it makes us feel better, right? Like we're like, oh, it feels so freeing, feels so mm -hmm. like acceptance. For me, the new feeling is just a little less frustration, but still very annoyed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Right. This is not to like... Um, it's not the same as fake it till you make it positive thinking, right? This isn't to pretend that it feels better, right? So right. I'm still annoyed, right? I've got good evidence to say that they should be in front of me because it makes sense because that's the reality of the situation, but I'm still feeling annoyed. Mm -hmm. So the last question is, is it useful, right? Is this new thought more useful than the first one? And for me, the answer here is yes. Yeah. I can recognize that I'm getting stuck on arguing with reality. I don't want them to be driving in the left lane, but when I calm myself down, I become a better driver. I can see my options more clearly. Maybe I wait until this person has turned or I just back off and drive a reasonable, safe distance behind them. Mm -hmm. Maybe I carefully pass in the right-hand lane, right? Not in that frustrating, like I'm going to zoom past you and then like flip you the bird on the way past you, <laughs> right. right? But like, do I really want to get in the right lane? safely pass them by. 
Yeah. Right. Or I, um, understanding that they should be in the left-hand lane doesn't mean that I have to start driving slowly in the left-hand lane myself. Right. I don't have to take on their beliefs about driving in the left-hand lane. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't have to just sit there and do nothing. Right. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that with this new thought, I'm a little bit less frustrated. My mind is clearer. I'm a little calmer and I can make better decisions in the moment. Yeah. Right. And so that's the process. Mm-hmm. I found it extraordinarily powerful. Mm-hmm. Really encourage everyone to download the worksheet and give the process a try. It can be a little tough to do on your own sometimes, but you know what? Kisa and I would love to help you work through them. Yeah, definitely. We love these processes. Find somebody to mm-hmm. sit with you if you can, right? A therapist, a coach. And I really would love to hear if you do use the worksheet, if you try this out, please jump onto the Facebook group and let us know how it goes. Cause I am super excited to, to get you guys putting your own thoughts on trial. Definitely. Yeah. I love this, um, this process, Mary. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Mom. So good. <laughs> Hi, honey girl. Mary, can you open those up? We've got a, we've got a got visitor. A very important interruption. Everyone. Yeah. There's an opening that needs to happen. Yeah. I had to open the window for my daughter. Talking to mom. Talking to Auntie Mary. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's outside, but in the window. Outside. Oh, I love it. That's really cute. I might leave this in. I don't know. (laughs) Can just leave it in. Cute. Cute. This is real life, people. People have babies, and we do work anyway. Right. And it's It's amazing. We love it. It's pretty great. Um, so yeah, people do this. I'm ready. I'm ready to give you some five tips. Yeah. Your thoughts on trial. Are you ready? I'm ready. Excellent. So number one, pay attention to your thoughts. Some of you may already be doing this and some of you may not know what thoughts are creating your feelings. It's very important to pay attention to what thoughts and beliefs are running around up there in that brain of yours. This might be where you are right now, where you, you're not really sure, right? So hard to identify sometimes in the very beginning when we're not paying attention. So I want you to know that this is okay, right? Just start being able to notice your thoughts, pay attention, see if you can identify them. It's a good first step. Tip number two, um, often I have clients tell me their thoughts in question form. I was talking about this earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll say like, why would I do that? Right. That's kind of how they say the thought out loud. Why would I do that? What's wrong with me? What's Uh wrong with them? Right. So we'll kind of ask questions as a thought. But the truth is when you ask a question, your brain is like running in the background, answering that question. Right. So if I ask the question, what's wrong with me? My brain has so many answers. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And if we're not paying attention, we don't realize that those answers are coming, right? So if you have questions in your journal when you're writing down all of your thoughts about the situation, what I want you to do is answer them. The truth is you've been answering them all along. Mm -hmm. Why are you believing that you did that, right? What are you believing is wrong with you? So answer those questions. Don't put a question at the top of the worksheet. Always put the answer to that question. And then a follow-up to this, right? A common answer to these questions in my office is, I don't know, right? Yeah. Why are you believing that there's something wrong with you? I don't know. 
And so it really might feel like you don't know the answer, but don't let yourself live in that space, right? Ask yourself, what would I say if I did know? Mm -hmm. And usually we'll come up with an answer 100% of the time. Yes, you will. (laughs) Usually. (laughs) Um, So number four, often clients will say to me that journaling doesn't work, right? Because the first part of this is writing down your thoughts. So we have this belief that if we sit down to journal when we are feeling painful feelings, that when we are done, we will feel better. And I will say that this is a different kind of journaling, right? This is a brain dump of all the good, bad, and ugly that you have been thinking and believing. So don't edit yourself. Don't try to make yourself feel better. This is not the kind of journaling that you go back to read another day. It is solely for understanding what thoughts are rattling around in your brain about this particular topic. And question number five, or I'm sorry, tip number five, ask yourself, is it useful? This question is so simple and so powerful. Even if you believe your thought or belief is true, ask yourself if it is useful. Is there another thought that might be more useful to you? This this is one of my favorite questions. Mm -hmm. That's so good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you really look at like your thought and like, oh, well, it isn't useful. So (laughs) like, yeah, it just kind of, it's just like that self-awareness. Yeah. And it adds to it. It was so good when I realized that I could ask myself this question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just didn't even know. Yeah. Like I could just like have a thought and be like, is that, is that working for me? Mm -hmm. And if not, I can just pick something else. Magical. Magical magic. Oh, well, awesome, Mary. Thanks for sharing all of that. That's such an awesome process and definitely download the worksheet. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. All righty, friends. (laughs) It's where we're leaving you. Go get it. And then listen to this again and write all your answers in. Perfect. Yeah. That's all we've got for you today. Thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening in. Uh, Tune into our next episode where we're going to talk about something that is really, um, hits deep for Kisa and I, and we're really passionate about, um, and that is the war on obesity. So tune in for that. And if you'd like to know more about us, and if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group, or you can contact me at my website at www.maryelisepreston.com or find Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com. That's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com and join her, her uh, challenge for sure. Yes, join my challenge. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have nothing to lose. I'll just say that. It's free. So nothing to lose, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share the episode with them. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible. And we need your help to get our message out. Yeah. And if you enjoy the show, um, definitely jump on to iTunes and leave us a review. Um, Go to iTunes, search for the podcast page, hit the tab for ratings and reviews and click on write a review. uh, And maybe we'll read your name at the next podcast. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. Bye, friends. Bye.